0: Afraid. You want to destroy the ship and run away, you coward.
1: John Luke.
0: If you were any other
1: man, I would kill you where you stand. Get off my bridge.
0: Episode 27. The moon with the rebel base will be in range in 30 minutes.
1: 30 minutes. Every time Catherine revved up the microwave, I'd piss my pants and who I was for a half
0: hour or so. It's 30 minutes away. I'll be, there
1: in 10. I'll be there in 10. Is this a five minute argument or a full half hour? You have
0: 30 minutes to move your car. Your car. You have 30 minutes to move your cube, your cube. You are listening to A Half Hour Wasted. Like Mr. Spock loved that blonde chick from this side of paradise. Like Captain Kirk loved the Enterprise. Now I know why it's called She. I. Love you. And now, here are your hosts, Brad Milo and Frank
2: A. Rincon. For goodness sake, can't I just have some more bacon? And she said, Sir, this is a vegetarian restaurant. We don't have bacon. And I was, that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Beam me up, Scotty. That was probably the weakest out... I've ever had. Probably. Yeah. I would say yes. What's up everyone? Welcome to a Half Hour Wasted. This is Frank A. Rincon and Bradley Keith Milo. And we have Special no, no- Guest. We have a special guest. Normally Flash is always in the studio with us. But we have someone who has technically been with the show since the beginning. Since day one. Since day one, and that is the voice of a Half Hour Wasted. I affectionately
1: call him mickey
2: G Mickey G it's Bill McGonnell. Bill McGonnell. Bill, welcome i I'm supposed to talk now yes, okay, you can talk right. now
0: very good i've been like been kind of perching <laughs> and, kind
2: of poised <laughs> and ready, but so here you are outside of the range of the open of the show, we actually can we can ask you to say things that would just sound cool coming out of your voice. This is
0: really bad because usually. I read words. Uh-huh. I don't have to actually think, so I am don't plan on being hey, funny some, or some people have a way with
1: words. Or, Other people uh, uh,
2: not have way, I guess.
0: I mean, I've had people <laughs> tell me that I speak with pizzazz. I just don't believe them.
2: You do. You do. I guarantee you do. Yeah. So well, let's put out some funny terms out there. Can you say um, rubber balls bounce gracefully?
0: Rubber balls bounce gracefully?
2: Yeah, but say it with meaning. Oh, it with yes, smoking.
0: yes, yes. Rubber balls bounce gracefully. Wow. He can just make anything sound good. I that was beautiful. Any sound.
1: I, get, <laughs> I got up this morning and
0: started up the car. <laughs>
2: Is that an inside joke I'm not in on? It's a Steve Martin bit. Okay. okay. Next time,
0: don't want to do too long. <laughs> <laughs>
1: i got I got a test tomorrow okay all right we are here to talk about Star trek Star
2: Trek, and the many um incarnations um, incarnations of it we each have a favorite series uh i I think say
1: let me set the ambience let oh, me get okay. the ambience going
2: thank you, thank there you Lieutenant go. brad excellent, yes captain yeah you know it's on the captain Well, he no, thought it. it. He it sounds I.
0: like sounds like about warp two right now. <laughs> it doesn't sound like warp five or sublight. A
2: lot of doors two.
1: going in and up and stuff.
0: Yeah, I mean, you'd figure they'd have better security on the bridge, <laughs> but apparently people
2: just no. show up anytime they want. Yeah, we never so have an out, a civilian. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. Okay. So I, I think we'd say blanket statement: we all love Next Generation. Yes.
0: I I like Next Generation. Yeah. We' We had. A, I still remember the watch party we had in the, you know, the fall of 1987. I had a I watch bet party you guys too. Did too. Yeah. yeah. Well,
1: you know, the first season of Next Generation was like,
0: eh. Yeah. Me. Yeah. Now we, uh, but it was exciting because it was back. Uh, no, no doubt, no what doubt. doubt. Um, we got to the 20th episode, roughly, the one where uh, Worf uh, found his Klingon brothers, and mm-hmm. they kind of, you know, they had him thinking, dude, maybe I should like be a real Klingon, not this. You know, fake Klingon that I'm going to be for the next six and a half years, not including D Space today is a good day to die. (laughs) I just, man, Worf always made me crazy, though. I mean, episode six For battle, come to me. Hey, guess what? Hey, Worf. Hey, Worf. Yeah, direct quote. Hey, Worf. Here's an idea. (laughs) Win a fist fight, you (laughs) lame brain guy. (laughs) With the bony head thing. I'm sorry, I can't curse.
2: Lame brain. You were on the verge. (laughs) It was close. You were on the verge. Lame brain. Kids are
0: supposed to be able to listen to this, and I want to facilitate that. Lame (laughs) brain.
2: Lame brain. Lame. Lame brain. Brain sissy. All
0: right. Uh, Our favorite,
1: our favorite series. Yours, we all know, is uh, the original series.
0: It is. And there are there are many reasons for that. Mainly that I don't remember a time in my life when I didn't remember the end to every old <laughs> Star Trek episode. Yeah, I mean, it was one of those where it was on four o'clock in the afternoon after school, and every single day I was locked in.
2: You know, I just just let, uh, to this morning because it's all my TV. I was watching the one with the uh, where there were those um, um,
1: beings. He's going to know globe. the name. He's
2: going to know the name of it. The beings were in the globes. And they wanted to build android bodies, yeah. so they so they took over Spock, a girl in a red dress, and uh, Kirk. And then they were building the android bodies, but yes. they realized they wouldn't be able. to I think it was called. I can't remember what it was Return called. Return to Tomorrow was That's that? That's it. it. Okay. <laughs> that
0: is it. Return. Well done. That's well one. done. Mark that down.
2: Which you know what? Um, Nerd. Yeah. Uh, what's her name? Yeoman, the blonde girl. Yeoman Rand. Yeoman Rand. You know who she looks like? I noticed that this morning. Isn't that? Isn't that her? Rand? Yeah. It is Yeoman Rand. Janice Rand, yeah, Yelmen yeah. Rand. Uh, she looks a lot like Chloe from Twenty Four. Yeah, she yeah. kind of does, actually. I don't know why I she's got a lot that. more hair, though. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. that's like, not see,
0: regulation. I, I mean, that's a weave,
2: baby. <laughs> I mean, it's,
0: no, I mean, literally, it's a weave, you know, across the top of her head. I, I you must have, you know, Rapunzel-like hair to actually get to do that. <laughs> just,
2: Brad, any, oh, any show from the '60s is so great. Brad, what's your favorite uh, series? Mine,
1: uh, I'm partial to Deep Space Nine. Deep I've just, Nine. I've loved Deep Space Nine. The first, it was just different enough that from the others, you know, it, it wasn't a ship and then they'd go out and search and explore. It was it was kind of like it's, they lived in a city. I don't know, but it was the same universe, so I knew that they could go out and explore if they wanted to, but I just I always dug all the characters,
2: and I, I especially think the, the thing, last, like,
1: three two or three seasons of that show just were incredible. It was some good T V is what that was.
2: Uh, especially when they got their ship. I forgot what was their ship called. The Defiant. The, once they got the Defiant, little, I think I think Little <laughs> I think it was tough little ship. Little. Little. Because they always had those little I forgot what the, the roundabouts, is that what they were called? Runabouts. Runabouts, yeah. yeah. I mean those were cool but once once they got the Defiant that was You know, there was
1: cool. a whole lot of talk when that started up that the Paramount folks Stole the idea from that, uh, for that show from Babylon 5. Babylon. Which was some of the best science fiction television ever. And Babylon I've never five. Yeah, gosh. You serious? If you can make it through season one Oh, I'm sure I could. You will absolutely be jonesing for seasons two through five. It's just incredible.
2: I, I, I don't think it's... It's it's just never really been on my radar. Oh, gosh. And, but it should but be. It's like but just we're not here saying, to talk about Babylon okay, 5. Okay, yeah, yeah. Let's let digress But
1: there was... There was a lot of talk that they had stolen that from Babylon Five, but they. Yeah, how were,
0: could they not have? But
1: it was different enough. Yeah. That when I was watching it, I wasn't thinking Babylon Five, and when I was watching Babylon uh, Five, I wasn't thinking Star Trek Deep Space
0: Nine. I was doing a little research uh, before I showed up today, <laughs> because that's what I do, and uh, <laughs> I, I read a little something about. Oh, hang on a second. I, let me call this up real quick. Wait, wait, this wait, wait for it. Wait for it. where
2: did you get that tricorder? There it is. Bill?
0: And. Okay. Um, so I'm doing a little research. right, <laughs> tricorder. <laughs> I love that. Um, they were, uh, they were uh, trying to get Star Trek off the ground back in the mid-60s. And they get called into uh, ABC or CBS. I think it may, I think, no, I think it's CBS. It was uh, originally TV on, on NBC, right? NBC, yes, Dared on NBC. What, I know it was on Friday nights, and you know, I, I saw a rerun, so I, I don't know. I think it was also on another night. I think Friday nights was the third season, was kind of, this is where we're going to put you, this is where you go to die, basically, <laughs> is Friday night. But uh, before they got off the ground, uh, they got called in by CBS, I believe, and um, CBS. It says that they uh, had a multi-hour meeting. Gene Roddenberry and a couple of other guys, uh, like one of the investors, uh, 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 like a, a lawyer, something like that. I'm they tired go of in. the
1: I'm tired of the ship noise. I'm, turn, <laughs> I'm turning it off.
0: They uh, they get their brains picked. It says for two hours. Um, I mean, really in depth. Lots of questions and stuff. And at the end of the meeting, the uh, the CBS people say, "Okay, well, uh, hey, thanks for all the information." Um, but we've actually uh, got something uh, different we're going to do. So uh, see ya. And uh, Gene Roddenberry uh, says, I think it was Gene Roddenberry says, okay. So they came in, they picked our brains uh, about what we were going to do, and then they go and start Lost in Space. <gasps> really? Yeah. Really. And of course, Lost in Space is a pale imitation of pale. anything Star Trek. I mean, Lost in Space was fun, but I mean, good lord, it, you know, anybody with a you know a fourth grade education, it, it should be you know well underneath. Yeah, you know, your your intellectual strata, shall we say?
2: You know, um, speak, speaking of Lost in Space, they did come out with a comic book back in the eighties. I don't know if you remember. Have you got, did you guys ever see the comic book? Was that based on the movie? No, it was just okay. it was just. Um, no, I don't think it was. It was a continuation it. of the story. But what was funny about it? Was it, it gold? Is, was it a gold key comic? No, it wasn't oh, a gold okay, key. Then. I didn't see it. But the funny thing about it is that uh, suddenly Penny and uh, what was the girl's name? Yeah, the blonde girl's name. They oh, became geez. very hot. Yeah. yeah, in the comic, yeah, comic book. Oh, okay. And they were always wearing like <laughs> Why, was space the bikinis. Busted? Yeah, shapely. Well they <laughs> shapely. <laughs> they were always wearing space bikinis or something like that. It yeah. was kind of funny and kind That's of forced funny. and greeny. <laughs> 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 uh, my favorite series, without doubt, Voyager. Boring. And, oh, dear, Brad. And I can tell you my in fact, I can even tell you my favorite shot of the whole series. It is when Kess comes back. She has been gone. Stupid. Seven of Nine is taken over. Kes comes walking. She is full of this power. She I think has I was talking about. developed. She has developed this mental power. She is mad at Voyager. Yeah. She is walking through the halls of Voyager, yes. and as she is walking, the the conduits and everything are blowing up behind her, and she is going to bring that ship down. Angry. That I remember the first time watching it and just being. Or just like, she's mad. This is not going to end well.
1: Seriously, <laughs> you sound like an insane person.
0: It was good, Brad. It was very good. It was insanely good, man. I I, I think that Voyager, like Deep Space Nine, had trouble getting off the ground. It was worth watching. Mm-hmm. Even like Next Generation, you throw that in there, too. Yeah. The first couple of seasons were definitely hit and miss. Mm-hmm. But for Voyager specifically, I thought by the time the third season hit, starting with a two-parter scorpion, one of the greatest two hours of television we've ever seen on television. That was television. a good... That was a good... Yeah. Starting with that, yeah, the, the that thing that good. I liked about Voyager that I thought the, the third through sixth seasons were impeccable. Was because the science fiction quotient of the shows went through the roof. You started seeing really cool concepts. Yes, I mean like they're going through the section of space where they're going to have to be under for like a month, and so the Doctor and Seven of Nine are going to have you know yeah. just stuff like that. And, and and they managed to do it week after week. I, I just uh, a couple weekends ago I watched the uh, the two part Year of Hell again, which oh. still ah. where I, I <laughs> that at the end
1: was of that two hours. That was probably my favorite. I was worn out. Out. that was probably my favorite uh voyager story was that what was it, year of hell yeah yeah recap that, it real fast. That, was what just, it. That, that was that, that, was, that, is good, one of my that was good too. tv right there
0: um they start out they run into a uh, race of people called the Crenum who just seem to be kind of bullies but they've got little puny ships and nerd and it's basically like little mosquito stings you know the, the the voyager shields you know it's no problem and you know so they just kind of brush them off well all of a sudden a uh a, uh, a temporal wave, a temporal force of some sort ripples through that part of the galaxy. Dang. And unbeknownst to Voyager, all of a sudden the Krenum Imperium has become powerful. And it's because the Krenum time ship, led by uh, Red, Eric Foreman's dad.
2: <laughs> yes, that's right. Yeah, it's yeah, Eric I remember Foreman.
0: that. Uh, he has changed the timeline. You go get through the two hours. You find out that they've been doing this for hundreds of years because the ship literally exists outside of the space-time continuum.
1: Anything with with time travel or alternate futures, I'm a sucker for. That was I just, just really
0: started. just once though. I, I keep I watch that episode and I, I'm going to keep watching it until he does it right. But never once. Did he turn around to his second in command and go, dumbass? <laughs> just once. If they just could have done that once.
2: Uh, you know, my favorite. The, the, talking about that episode, my favorite scene is when Janeway is sitting on the bridge. The bridge has been ripped apart. The force field is the only thing between her and space, and they're headed straight for their ship yeah. and they are going to ram it and this is the end of it there's there's just no way around it but as soon as they hit it, boom, the timeline starts over yeah and,
0: and see that 's the first thing wharf thinks of uh-huh. mm-hmm. sorry to take it back to the next generation right, so but, it's uh, like warf yeah Worf is like uh, you know they, they come up on a ship and uh, you know and they're in their, their little um, <laughs> ship and and It's like, oh man, I think they fired phasers at us. Uh, Should we fire phasers back at them? No, ramming speed. It's
2: like, what? (laughs) What are you doing? Can we at least try to fire phasers first? He's from a race of warriors. Perhaps today
0: is a good day to die. No, it's not. Put your shields up. Fire a photon torpedo (laughs) at him. Just do something.
2: If Worf could attach arms to a spaceship and put a sword (laughs) on it, or whatever that thing is the Klingons have, he would. He's a warrior, baby. He's a complete warrior. That yeah, I love Warve. He's gonna no matter what the thing is, he's gonna beat you up. You know, excuse me, sir. What <sighs> time is it? Do not touch me, it, I'm a warrior.
0: Not if it's hand to hand combat. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> Good gosh, that dude got beat up over and over and over again. <laughs> Who was some of
2: his love interest? He had Donna Troy.
1: Yeah. What? Yeah. You know what? And in the
2: uh, Yeah, in they the, dated. In the Donna second-
1: Troy? Yeah. In no. the second, oh, he's confusing comic books with <laughs> Star Trek,
0: which is easy to second, do, I guess. But The second appearance of the Q in episode six of Next Generation mm-hmm. is the one where Q comes back and he makes Data into a human. Uh-huh. And no! he, <laughs> he makes Wesley older. And he's trying to. He, he tells. Uh, he gives Riker the power of the Q. And. Yeah. Um, You know, even in that episode, I think Worf gets his behind kicked. It just, you know, it's just sad.
1: I think the, the, the best we ever saw Worf uh, fight or handle himself was when he, when he joined the cast of Deep Space Nine. That two-hour episode, "The Way of the Warrior," Mm -hmm. because you know he he came over and he joined the crew, but then the Klingons attacked Deep Space Nine and. Of course, he was going hand to hand with other Klingons, and he actually held his own. Of course, you're not going to make him get his butt kicked when when he first joins the show. I should you certainly I mean? hope not. <laughs> yeah. That was some good TV. There was that uh, Deep Space Nine
2: episode. So you want to talk favorite episodes, just in those in those series?
1: Well, uh, Deep Space Nine, uh, like I said, uh, the the last three seasons, I just kind of see as one big story mm-hmm. because it was it was uh, just very. I hate to use the term, but it was very Babylon 5-esque
0: in its well, it storytelling. Was, it was epic. They finally decided yes. to tell a multi-year story, yeah. which was fantastic. Yeah, the Dominion and, and, the Dominion and, and all probably. that stuff. Yeah.
1: Oh, my gosh. It was just some fantastic stuff. I
0: I got a little bit of tired head um, with all the, uh, the the religious background of the show. I mean, mainly – Oh gosh, Cisco is the emissary, and you know it just never seemed like they really did anything with that until the very end of the show. I got lost with that, yeah, Yeah. and you know it it didn't make me mad or anything like that. Um, I think, but I just, I just thought, you know, why are we doing this? I think they they were going to go one way
1: with the show, you know, with him being the emissary and these aliens that lived in the wormhole and all that. But then, as things happen, you know, you grow, you think you're going to grow up and be an astronaut, but you end up, you know, cooking burgers at the. At the or joint down the street, working in television, or working in- <laughs> <laughs> or being a video uh, editor or director or producer. or producer. There you go.
2: You know what? Yeah, It may sound like we have cool jobs, but it's a whipping. Some oh, it's glamorous, all right. <laughs> oh, every God. single day. I wish I had another job. <laughs> no, I don't mean that.
0: I'm very Are lucky. You kidding? This job?
2: I've recently okay. started. Every
0: meal a banquet. Every <laughs> march a <of> parade, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Another glorious day in the
1: core. Where's my cigar? Yeah. Should I get your slippers for you, Sarge? <laughs> oh gee, would you? Um Again I,
2: uh, what is that? You that's guys- from
1: that's from Aliens. <laughs> okay. That's uh <laughs> Uh, Bill Paxton's character. Let's put
2: her in charge? Let's put in charge?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I've actually got that here somewhere.
2: Brad, I know we're digressing. dare you. Brad and Bill wor- work in the, uh, uh, kind of in the same area. They spend more time together than I do. I see Bill maybe, what, twice a week, maybe?
0: I get but, more hugs from Brad. You get more hugs from than than Brad. Yeah. So
2: you guys have some type of camaraderie that I don't. <laughs> I I, the Brad only was... person I'm, up, I'm close to upstairs is the copier. Mm-hmm. And um, the fax machine Here it is right wow. here
1: Here it is right here Let me open this up Total digression but well worth it How long it. after we're declared overdue can we expect a rescue Hang on let me turn it up I had to turn it down because of the ship noise was too loud Okay this has absolutely nothing to do with this episode But it's funny How, How long
2: after we're declared overdue can we expect a rescue 17 days 17 days 17
0: days Hey, man, I don't want to rain on your parade, we're not going to last 17
2: hours. Those things are going to come in here just like they did before, and they're going to come in here, and they're Houston, going to come in here, and they're going to Herman. get us. This little girl survived longer than that with no weapons and no training. Right? <laughs> Why don't you put her in charge? You better just start dealing with this. <laughs> How long after we were declared <laughs> That's What's George? What oh, greatest that. line in history. Oh, yeah. Okay, so... Um, Man. Uh, before you get to your... I want you to get to your little list of what All ones. right. But, uh, but what's your favorite Star Trek? I original? had a... Uh,
0: um, my favorite uh Just episode? Star Trek. Yeah, just episode. Oh, I think without a doubt, it's the greatness of the Doomsday Machine starring <gasps> William Wyndham. Yes. Mitchell? I mean, Is that Mitchell?
1: Is that Mitchell in that...
0: Episode? No, no, that's where no man has gone before, which is mm, mm, probably mm. my second or third favorite. So I had a top ten, but I left the post. But in my I, wife's left car, and so I left it at home.
2: I left it my list in my car. Home. It's not here with me now. <laughs> my favorite episode, Voyager, is Year of Hell, easily part one and two. Okay, so wow. now you came up with the list as we were walking yes. in. Yes. of your favorite of your top. This is seven. my top seven. And Brad even threw out one that you didn't have, which was I thought was funny. But I needed hear- that, by the way.
0: That, that the list would not have been complete without that one name. So, so did you put it so on there? We want to go. I did. I did. Uh, you want it? me to go from point, top point down, point down or bottom up? Uh,
1: no, there's even one more one. that you did that well, you did Okay, put on there. who who we
0: got? Who we got? I'll, I'll I'll make the little the little spike mark and I'll put it out to the side. Harriman. Harriman. Who's Harriman. Okay, Harriman is definitely still going above Archer. So I'm going to have to say <laughs> oh, that real quick. We, yeah. about we are going to three... save the
2: last minutes for that. We All talked right. about the
1: three shows we, we liked, but we never, did, uh, that,
2: we never did. We're going to save that, We never did address the one we don't. That's fantastic. Okay, okay. so okay, so
0: well, let me go from the top. Yeah, well, actually, start
2: from lowest to your number one. So, Oh,
0: you mean from, from the lowest? Yeah, from, okay. from
2: your least favorite to your favorite.
0: Well, I think my least favorite has to be captain archer jonathan archer because mainly my main reason for that is because you know and you know i'm pointing at the other two guys right now but you know and you know and all you people out there know that archer doesn't exist he never existed it was uh, brandon braga's nightmare or something i I just the whole idea behind that series just made me insane from the get-go number one outrageous it was clearly stated you know, the, they weren't out in space at the time Enterprise said it. Just the whole thing with Berman and Bragg is saying, you know what, the whole all this 30 years of Star Trek, can it just don't let that bother you? Just enjoy it. <laughs> like, yeah, right. You know, it's like, you know, like them coming back and telling us that, you know, Darth Vader was oh, Luke Skywalker's son or something. <laughs> I mean, come on.
2: Sarcasm. <laughs> nice analogy. Thank you.
0: Um, so, Archer, in fact, the only. The only truly superior episode was a two-parter of Enterprise mm-hmm. was the two-parter in the Mirror Universe which didn't even count. It wasn't even in I, their freaking uh, universe. Agree. They okay.
2: changed the open to that it show. too. you remember that? Yes. That oh. was yes.
1: That was pretty awesome. Let's just go ahead and get this out of the way since we start. We'll we'll go to your list, I promise. But Enterprise was just a, a mistake and a waste of time.
2: Yes. You know, uh, they 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 wanted. I guess they wanted just to expand the the universe and try something new. And, and there's no problem. Did. Well, why don't they just use Robert
0: April? Then how did you they how, the how did they get, that get he around was that? Before
2: Kirk. You know, they always
1: talked they about just, how they
0: literally Berman and Braga literally said, you know, the whole canon thing. Just don't let that worry yeah. you. Just roll they, with
1: it. I thought they you know, got around the fact that that um, April had always been the the first mm-hmm. captain of the USS Enterprise. Was was because th- before Enterprise, all the ships had been the NCC-1701-whatever. Yeah. Well, in, in Enterprise, it was the, the NX- NX-01. Something. It was yeah. the NX-01. And this reminds me, in fact, um, we uh, this right here. No! That, <laughs> that of course, is... Picard smashing his display case yes. in First Contact, and which which contains happen. all the ships except <laughs> yeah. the NX-01. So right there, I prefer to just forget I ever wasted my time with, with and Enterprise. And you know
0: what? The, the fourth season of that show where they had the little mini arcs, including the, the mirror arc, yeah. which was great but frustrating because it didn't count. Yeah, it didn't count. Um, if they had started with their concept of the fourth season, then I think that show may have grabbed a hold of people out there because I thought the fourth season, it had a couple of arcs that were really hard to take. Um, but all in all, I thought they had much better, more interesting storylines. It, it, they were trying to fill in gaps in Star Trek mythos, you know, because you saw the Orions and mm-hmm. you saw, you know, you saw the, the, the genesis of um, of the, uh, um, the eugenics people, Khan and all his boys. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, the... Um, the actor uh, was Alec not Alec Guinness uh, Alec uh, was his name the guy who did uh, the dune Alec series. Baldwin uh, Oh oh no, I can't, not uh, you know what I'm talking about anyway talking I'm about sorry that? to digress but uh, he was uh, one of the first the eugenics you know the the eugenic uh genetically created people you know? yeah and you know even in that episode you know, okay. So these people are supposed to be super powerful and super smart, and they acted like idiots the entire <laughs> episode. I mean, all the the three part arc. It just me, it was frustrating. Idiot. Well, okay. it, was, it was frustrating to watch that show. I think that's the best adjective I have for that show. The, the
2: eugenics. I'm I'm getting my episodes confused it is that is. also the one where they explained away the uh the klingon forehead and how uh, uh i believe they explained that away um what episode did, didn't they
0: do that in deep space nine they, they, no, they addre- did the,
2: the, the they, triple they, episode in deep space they nine? addressed it
1: in deep space okay. nine and all they did was when they went quote, unquote, when they went back in time you know yeah. and they were hanging out in the bar uh, in the rec room or whatever the right. restaurant on the original uh, enterprise it. ship and o'brien looks at wharf and goes those are klingons and yeah. Wolf goes, we don't we don't we don't uh, talk, we don't about, talk that. about that. I mean that was pretty much all they did to address that. Okay. Right. Well they they
0: in have Enterprise, they have explained that away since then by the way. Right. Where? In Enterprise? Um, in the, Enterprise. The explanation Frank's, was It's in Enterprise, is it okay. not? Okay. Well the, I'm trying to remember where and I'm sorry if I'm stepping mm-hmm. on your toes, please That's okay. feel free to throw something at me. But uh, they were explained away uh, as that the Klingons we knew and loved from the original series were actually like uh, hybrids. We yes, we don't know if yes. they were klingon blank. We don't know klingon what, you know. We don't know if they're crossed with humans, crossed with Ontari- you know, Ontarians. We don't we don't know who they're crossed with, but they're hybrids who were supposed to have been created to look more like Earth people to facilitate, you know, yeah. Yes, yes. Just yes, go ahead yes. and let your let your mind run there. It just it was kind of ridiculous. And
2: so, and they were going to say that the um that the gene pool of the Klingon race was going to be polluted for a couple of generations. So that's why in Star Trek the original uh, the original series the Klingons look the way they do they without the big ridges. Back. So they had the bumpy heads before. Or, or during Enterprise, and that happened during the mm-hmm. original series. And then by the time the movies come around, the Star Trek movies, then the ridges are back. So it polluted them for yeah, it a was couple of interesting that
0: They have the ridges in Enterprise. They have the ridges in Star Trek, the movie, the motion picture. They have them in every other series except for the original series. And, you know, they just never had a real good explanation. I mean, it yeah. was well, an explanation. It just didn't hold a whole heck of a lot of water. It, it, Again, it, it was kind of their desperate attempt to just say, look, just. Just roll with us and just don't worry about you know, what you previously knew. You know? yeah. a, the real
1: explanation was that they didn't have the money. Yeah, yeah. right. I right. Mean, the guy, the, the makeup
0: guy, well, I forget I mean, his who name. Who knows? Uh, I, I got the impression, and I, I mean, I've got the special edition of uh, the motion picture. Um, I'm sorry. Um, yeah. Well, you know, sorry. Uh, you know it's, <laughs> it's 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 not bad for one or two watchings. You just don't want to do it very often. I mean, you if, now have two minutes. if you've got insomnia. <laughs> Maybe the motion picture is a really good thing to help you with. The, oh, the motion picture painful. is just very
2: cerebral. It's yeah. just it's about all these concepts that are above and beyond. What no, can be this is the mo- this is the first one. Boring. That's but what the first one was. <laughs> the second one, Khan, is all action, and you have this this great villain. There's not really a villain in the first one. Awesome. It's, it's no. just all of them coming together.
0: And it's interesting too because um, you know that uh, that plot line, um, the, the plot line for the movie was Lame. kind of stolen from a, uh, a an yeah, episode blah, blah, blah. in the original series. <laughs> um, I'm trying to remember what the name of the uh, um, the Changeling, I believe, was the name of that episode in the okay. original series. Uh, that's where they had a robot named Nomad, which uh, they brought on board. A nomad had been a, a satellite right. that got sent out in deep space. Mm-hmm. Um, it got hooked up with some kind of artificial intelligence. It basically became a sentient being. Somehow, it was also powerful enough to basically destroy worlds, and it was much more powerful than the Enterprise. That's what you were told, anyway. And uh, the only reason it didn't destroy the Enterprise is because its creator had been a uh, um, Jameson Roy Kirk, I believe. Or maybe his first name wasn't Jameson, but uh, the, the last name of the creator was Roy Kirk. And, of course, so when he heard Captain Kirk of the Starship Enterprise... He was confused because Nomad had been out there in space for you know a few hundred years at that point
2: was was that the was that the the robot that looked like um, the tin man floating around wah, wah, wah. <laughs> was that the tin man looking yeah. one floating around yeah. yeah.
0: that 's the one where he comes up to her and he goes think about music and then he turns her into a little infant and and of course she's she 's been reduced to to a mental infant and she 's got to um, uh, she 's got to basically relearn everything and they 're talking later in that episode how um, that's nice. No, keep going. Keep I'm going. not ready to be done yet. Frankly.
2: <laughs> we'll, keep no, going. we'll keep going.
0: Nice. But, uh, they have to, they have to retrain her and they say something at the end of the episode about how, um, how she is? Uh, uh, she's like back up to a first grade education, and they're working on her. I remember so, that. But of course, the next
2: episode eh, is no problem. All right, Bill. I think we just decided. The executive, can you decision. stick around for a part two? Yeah. All right. All right. Let's send this, let's wrap this up, guys. We're gonna we're gonna wrap it. We're gonna go because we are going straight. Oh, hey,
0: top seven captain list coming up next. All right, guys. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, have been I listening hope. to us. We teased
2: you. You got to wake wait, wait a whole week for it. <laughs> hey, thanks for listening. We'll be back. Halfourwaste. or halfourwaste at gmail. Bye, Brad. Bye, Frank. Bye, Bill. All right. See you in a bit. Bye.